Hey there, it's Aaliyah here. Welcome. We'll be having conversations with some bright minds, creative ideas, and relatable stories, all tied to business and mixed in with real life. If you're a business owner, a mom, a person that loves to truly connect with other people, this is the podcast for you. So tell me, what is going on in your world? Um, so in my world, you know, on a day-to-day basis, I'm running a gym and keeping people in the community healthy. <laughs> and then I have my family that I try to take good care of. <laughs> and then I have a title that I try to fulfill the roles of. So just kind of keeping all those balls in the air and making sure nothing drops. <laughs> So. How, how often can you like keep all the balls up and you don't drop any? Cause I find it nearly impossible. Um, you know, I'm a person about balance. So it's really important for me to never take on more than I really, um, feel is, um, good for me. Mm-hmm. So that, that's really, you know, no is a powerful word. How do you know when to say no and when you say yes? Because that's a big thing that I've I've always personally struggled with, but recently have finally been able to like find that balance of when to say no. But for you, how do you know when um, to say no and when to say yes and connect? Usually it's in my heart. I feel that if if um if I'm struggling with the answer, the answer should be probably no. As in if I feel that I'm cramming it in or if it's not really in my heart to actually do it, um, for me, that's a natural no. Um, not, not everything, just because someone else thinks it's a good idea doesn't mean it's a good idea for you. So, How do you say no? Like, what's your strategy? Like, is it just no? <laughs> no um, I don't think, you know, at, at 51 years old, I've learned that you don't have to justify why you say no. It's just, um, I'm booked. Um, I'd, I'd love to help out, but I'm not able to at this time. And I think that where most people struggle is they feel obligated to tell the why. And then at that point, you're justifying why you can or cannot do something. And the fact is, is that you're the one, your answer is the only one that really matters for you. So if it's not right for you, it's not right for you. And I don't think you need to justify why it is or why it isn't. So I like that. No, I like that. Do you think that women have a hard time saying no? Absolutely. Because I think we're um, caregivers and probably we want to make people happy. Uh, But at the end of the day, sometimes we're the ones that end up holding the bag. We're we're the ones that are sick and tired and, and and there you go. (laughs) Yeah. So, so that, that's why for me balance is, it's really, it's important. So, what have you learned from your um, recent pageantry uh, adventures? Um, what <laughs> Probably the biggest thing I've learned is that <laughs> holding a national title is very different than the local title. Um, I'll give you a small story. <laughs> so my it. first out-of-state experience was in Philadelphia when I was in the um, um, Veterans Day Parade. Breaks over, and I'm like, hey, we're done. But I'm one block from this the um, Liberty Bell, 
And I'd like to go see the Liberty Bell. You know, every Mrs. USA would want to see the Liberty Bell. So I go in, and I still had my crown and my sash on, and they literally said, the queen's here, clear. So they basically put me to the front of the line, but I still, I'm still not really kind of like cataloging what's happening. And then, so now I'm there at the bell, but I had to put everything back on. And remember, I'm there just so that I could take my personal picture. And what happened was the line shifted from people taking pictures with the Liberty Bell to people wanting to take pictures with me. <laughs> and like, oh my God, what just happened? And how do I don't even look? I've been riding on top of a Jeep and I just kind of threw my stuff back on and I kind of felt like I look crazy probably. But that was um, probably pretty eye-opening and um, I didn't expect it. And so that that's probably the, the big thing. And then I had the ability to go out of the state and have an impact beyond my community. So it's, it's, uh, it's still, still getting used to it. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing with that? What are you doing with that, um, title and that, you know, how are you going to expand now beyond the Loudoun County borders? Well, I mean, I already have, um, I mean, I've, I've been, my big charter is, um, have making a voice for the elderly. It's that we can age gracefully and, you know, and, and making people that are seniors feel valued because guess what? We're all headed, we're headed there. Right. And I yeah. always tell people I'm 51. I'm like, I'm 51. You can do anything no matter how old you are and, and supporting our vets. So with that, um, I mean, I, the parades I've been in have all been veterans uh, vet parades and things like that. And with that, guess what? There are a lot of seniors. And so, uh, it's, so it's, it's pretty exciting. I mean, I have some pretty big things lined up. Um, I will, this year we celebrate the 400th year of our country when the Mayflower came over in that Plymouth Rock. And I actually get to be a part of the ceremonies um, at oh, Plymouth. Wow. That's and, awesome. You know, How cool is that? How cool is that? <laughs> so anyway, and I, I, I get an email, and it's not that I'm part of the ceremony. I get to be a part of the uh, VIP luncheon where I actually get to speak. Oh, no. What are you going to say? You're, you're good, though. You right? don't even know what I'm going to say. <laughs> that would be great, though. <laughs> That's right. I think that whatever I say, I haven't really formulated what my story is, but I think mm -hmm. it will speak to kind of the American dream. Yeah. That, you know, when this country was founded, it said freedom and anything is possible. And I think I really kind of represent that. Yeah. Um, so that's probably something along those lines is probably what I would talk about. But we'll see. Keep us on our toes. That's right. Yeah, Don't yeah. tell us. The right thing will come out. The right thing will come out. <laughs> so. That's awesome. So you've recently inspired other local people to go up and compete for the crown. Mm -hmm. um, I know Erin was saying that you are one of the biggest reasons why she went ahead and did that. <laughs> what would you say to people that are shy about not even just for pageantry, but just in general, well, putting themselves or they feel too old or too fat or too young? Because we all have something that we're too you know, much or too little of? Well, I think that even when I went into this, I had my own apprehensions about my own skill sets. 
And um, but I think with anything is that I just wanted to put my best foot forward. And I think that if anything in life, if you know that you've done your best, you've done your best. Um, and so that that was kind of my whole charter. And kind of with Aaron, same thing. You know, if you're following kind of the rules of community service and giving back and presenting yourself in a way that's respectable and community oriented. Um, if you've done your job, you've done your job. And when you step on stage, the outcome is going to be the outcome. Um, when I did the Mrs. Leesburg, I didn't, I mean, I, I was in the top five. And for me, uh, that being my first pageant, I was quite happy with that first pageant at 50. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Yeah. You no. Know? And yeah. Um, the thing is, I knew that I had done my best. And um, that, that's that's all we can do, really. Right? And then for me, it's that's not awesome. so much about um, the pageants. It's about having the ability to have access to more people and have a voice and, and give back. Uh, and I think that if that's your driving force, I mean, can't really go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you how do you put your insecurities aside? You know, because I know I talk to a lot of people, and no matter what success story I'll tell them, even not my own success story, but somebody else's, I'll say, "Go, oh, did you hear about so and so? They were able to get through this thing." There's always a yeah, but see, the reason why she was successful was because of X, Y, and Z. I can't do it because I'm too young. I'm from a small city. Nobody cares about this industry, you know what I mean? Like people will come up with whatever reason. How, how do you get through that? I mean, or what would you say to them? I think I, I deal with that every day. I mean, there is nothing. I, when I open my email update every day, it's like a, a box of chocolates where I never know what I'm going to get. And nine, <laughs> nine times out of 10, it's um, sometimes I don't feel worthy, you know? And, um, and I actually just had this conversation with my husband not long ago. I can't which which thing was it? And I was almost in tears because I had it was the uh, tomb of the unknown. So I got picked to go and be a part of that ceremony. And I mean that is something that most people will never ever do. And it's you know something yeah. really high regarded. And you know I just kind of felt like I, I wasn't worthy of it. And then he told me he said. The reason why people, he said, that's the reason why people are drawn to you is because you don't think you're worthy of it. And I think that the fact, whenever you start believing that, oh, yes, I'm so great, <laughs> you should contact me. I mean, I do the best that I can do. So I think that there's some humanness and being humble. And um, so I second guess myself every single day. <laughs> but again. But you still go through with it. I absolutely do. And, um, you know, I'm not a public speaker by no stretch of the imagination, but whenever I get chosen to go speak, I really feel that I have a message that I need to get out. And just before I go out on stage, this calm comes over me. And, and intellectually, I'm not living. The only way the message is going to come out is is you know, you have to help it come out. And so there's a poem that comes over me 
and my job is to deliver that message. And and then yeah. I can help. <laughs> so that's awesome. So it, it, it's it's good that you have the calm. <laughs> well, I mean, there are things that I do before I speak. Um, the biggest group, largest group that I've ever spoken to was at the Virginia Women's Conference, and mm -hmm. that group was over five hundred people. And I was in the audience. I you, saw you. you did an amazing job. <laughs> and, and so I, I listen to gospel when I draw to any of these events because it, you know, I'm very, I'm a very spiritual, faithful servant, and um, it just really centers me. Yeah. And uh, when we were backstage, I don't really talk. I really need to stay in my headspace. I, I don't like noise. I can't be chit-chatting with people because I need to stay focused. And um, that that's how it, it, I'm a conduit for information to come out. <laughs> so I love it. And then the same thing is going to happen to me in April when I go to Plymouth, <laughs> when I'm talking to the Royal Army <laughs> of England. Right. So, <laughs> so cool. And it yeah. will be filmed, right? You're, somebody, I'm sure, will be filming it. If not being... I'm sure I'll be on the news. Going out to the news, the world. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this is, I mean, like, big stuff. That's so cool. Yeah. So I was That's happy cool. just to go away. <laughs> and then I, I, I get an email, and they said, um, be prepared. They said, we need you to lock down these days, and you need to be prepared to speak 20 to 30 minutes at the luncheon oh my goodness not even like five to ten minutes 20 to 30 like that's i know yeah it's legit yeah <laughs> so i gotta come up that's with awesome. a message that's right <laughs> well you've got some time i don't know what it is <laughs> but it's like i said i think it'll be your conduit the american dream that's right i'm living that's right I that's right <laughs> yeah. i love it okay so before we wrap this up, I would love to ask you, what would your advice be to that woman who is second guessing herself and she's not quite sure how to get over it? She's not taking that leap of faith, even though she believes she should, because she's so wrapped up in her head. What would be your advice to her? I would say um, be yourself and don't. You, you can't worry about what others are doing. You have to worry about you because I think that a lot of times we compare ourselves to others and then that's how we feel inept. And um, I remember when I finished chemo and going to a gym and I had had knee surgery, I finished chemo all like within six months. And I remember looking around at the other ladies um, thinking that they were jumping higher. I was breathless and it was all these things. And I just remember something kind of coming over me and saying, guess what? They're not you. They didn't just finish chemo. They didn't. And, and so that would be my advice is that everyone has their own journey. And you have to just know that you're worthy of your own journey and don't give up. And, and that, that's me just kind of having kind of the, the consistency of working on myself um, and, and feeling that I was, 
kind of worth it. And knowing that as long as I was investing, you know, my time and trying to get healthier and better, that the outcome would always be positive. But I just needed to stay the course. And so awesome. that, that would be my advice. It's just you, you have to do you. I mean, right now you have people that are, you know, at the beginning of the year with all these fad diets. And, you know, even with that, it's you have to figure out what works for you and your body, but more so what you can live with. Yeah. So you can come up with, I mean, there, there are plenty of things that you could follow, but if you can't live with it, really, what's the point? Yeah. Right? That's so true. Yeah. So, <laughs> so true. So it's just, you know, you have to do you. And um, and don't don't worry about the naysayers. And and your, your path has to be your own path. Um, I mean, I think a lot of what I've done, you know, since I was 45, it's probably things that, People have judged and questioned. You know, I did my first bodybuilding show when I was 45. I mean, who does that? The last one I did was you when did. I was 50. And then I, I joined, you know, I, I did a pageant when I was 50. And, and these are things that I would have never imagined myself doing. But my thing is, you know, I'm here. I'm capable. I will. And I may not be the best, but I'll be the best version of myself, and I'm okay with that. So that's perfect. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, put yourself message. up, <laughs> right? I love it. I totally agree with that. So, where can people find out more about you? How can they follow, learn more about your journey? Because you touched on a lot of things that we didn't dive into today, between your military background, your chemo, your so I country experience. Um, I have a personal website. It's um, www.libbywestfall.com, and it actually shares kind of my whole journey. And, and, you know, on that first page, it says um, it's it's about not being a victim in life. It's about being a Mm -hmm. victor. And um, so they'll they'll learn about that and then kind of all the great things that I do, too. (laughs) I love it. Happenings, all my all my little things. So, yeah, that's perfect. We'll link up to it in the show notes. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing some of your story with us. (laughs) (laughs) And good luck. Best of luck in April. I have another pageant. So I have some national level. I have something else I'm competing for in August in Atlanta, Georgia. I love it. Don't stop. You never stop. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Make sure to subscribe and review this podcast and be sure to share on social media. If you enjoyed this episode, you can connect with me and join the Alamon community Facebook group. Learn how we can help grow your business with video at alamonvideo.com or learn more about our headshot sessions at alamonstudio.com. And as always, Thank you for listening and until next time.